just channel the energy the energy of Lenny Kravitz's dick shooting out of his <laughs> I, I love it because it just <laughs> just shoots out with the force of like a atom bomb and it was just like his dick was like I wanna fly away <laughs> his dick really wanted to fly away from those tight leather pants I know it was just the pressure that had built up inside of those tight tight pants what must have been so extreme because when the crotch ripped open <laughs> that dong came flying out like it was running from a fire <laughs> <laughs> it was a projectile dong Big dick energy. <sighs> Pow! Welcome! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> you can't do that! <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Welcome! Pa Pow! Toya podcast. Hey, Amy. <laughs> hey, Jackie. Is that the sound of Lenny Kravitz's dong shooting out of his pants? Pretty much. It's more. I'm sure it's more like a sonic boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Jackie. Hi, friends. Listeners are inter international friends. Friends near and far. International. Yes, just like Pitbull International. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> so we just realized that we have been missing a few iTunes reviews from people in different countries. Like we've always been able to see the ones from the United States, but all of a sudden we were looking at this, it's called chartable.com. And there's a couple of reviews that are like from Great Britain and Canada and Australia. And we were just like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, they just weren't showing up before. No, they weren't. We we couldn't see them on our iTunes. So, you know, I, I'm sorry we never gave you shout outs, but let's get let's give you some frickin' international shout outs coming from the old US of A. Yes. But before we get to those shout outs, we also want to do some bragging mm. <laughs> mm. on that same chartable. Uh, we got to see our Apple podcast standings, uh, where we stand on the lists. It does change every so every week or so, I think. But as of this recording, we posted about it on our Instagram and stuff because we were super stoked about it. It is really, really exciting. Well, it's just so it's so nice to see the numbers. According to Chartable, we're number th- we're ranked number thirty six in U.S. TV review podcasts right is that right yeah for trending so like that's the trending chart and then there's the all-time chart for us tv reviews and we're at 56 and in mexico we're goddamn number seven for tv reviews i genuinely cannot believe that what does that mean i don't understand is it wrong (laughs) 
it feels like it must be wrong that it must be a bad like small a number ba- bad algorithm like they're missing a, a couple ones in front of that i think yeah <laughs> yeah and then in uh canada so for all time it's number 51 and and then regular tv reviews is 54 number 63 in australia and 94 in great britain i mean all under the 100 mark and i mean why would anyone listen to this i don't as you can see i'm speechless for the first time ever it's it's absolutely incredible i mean doesn't make sense i mean i mean no the amount of like gross things we talk about that are not related to king of the hill i i am i feel guilty about it because i (laughs) I know know you come here to listen to king of the hill and and i want to give that to you so i oh my god why yeah Thank you for listening. Seriously, I mean, I mean, just the last episode alone. How oh. how many tangents did we go on? Good lord, there was maybe yeah. like fifteen minutes worth of actual King of the Hill content. <laughs> I know these 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 episodes are turning into like therapy, where it's just like I I went through this like horrific thing in my childhood you know I was attacked by a giant fluorescent dildo or I was you know I saw pubes once and it was awful (laughs) I pooped forever one time it's crazy (sighs) yeah we're just turning this you are all our therapists now just so you know yes please don't bill us we can't afford it yeah thank you for listening though yeah thank you we clearly have a lot of stuff to work out (laughs) <laughs> no kidding but i mean just seeing these numbers and seeing those uh reviews that we hadn't seen before like it's just incredible like i, I had we had mentioned on the the post like we can't believe it. i didn't expect our little podcast that we started in august of 2019 it's now just december 2019 to grow like it has so we are overwhelmed and just thrilled that you guys are enjoying it I know, and not to not to like get too too serious, but we mentioned in the last episode, you know, we've experienced a lot of loss this past year. We we you know knew a, we know a lot of people that passed away, and and by the time we decided to start this, it, I feel like it at least for me it was very much a thing of like, well, you know, why not try to do something creative and be a little bit vulnerable and put yourself out there because you just never know what can happen and. And this is just a nice excuse to talk to my friend Amy and talk about a TV show that we love. And, you know, why not just try it out? And and I went into it thinking this is just a nice way to talk to my friend and to know that other people enjoy it and are listening means so much. So, yeah, thank you. Hell yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like you don't know how long you have on this earth, so might as well do what you want to do and have fun with it. And then for it... For us to be doing something so much fun and spending time together and then having other people enjoy it and actually, like, support it is incredible and just something that I never, ever expected. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to every single one of you. Shout out to everyone. You beautiful bastards. God. (laughs) (laughs) But we do want to give... Shout outs to the international people. It's only a couple, but we, you know, and I don't, Jackie, are we going to read the whole reviews? I get, I mean, they're not long. Yeah. They're, they're regular size reviews, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So 
We'll also go ahead and we'll just read them real quick and, you know, say thank you. <laughs> Let her on the show. Fine. Harriet. Harry. <gasps> that was beautiful. She's been waiting so long to get on the show. That's good. All right. Okay. Okay, so this review comes from, I believe the name is Mitch Dash Dis, D Y S S. And the subject says 100 reviews. And that was probably back when we were just like, somebody like, you know, bring us up to 100. Yep. Sorry we missed you. Yeah, this is from uh, October 14th. So it Mm -hmm. says, I've been listening from the beginning, and may I just say that you two are rad. King of the Hill is a quality TV show, even for Aussie viewers, and your podcast is the cherry on top for anyone wanting to dive a little deeper and have a laugh along the way. Keep up the awesome work, Mitch. And there's an X, which I'm assuming is a kiss. Mitch. Thank you. for Mitchie. We're so sorry we missed you back in October. We only just saw it now. I know. God. And so the next one I'm going to read is also from October. Uh, so this one is from Dr. Ladybird from United Kingdom. <laughs> so we have a doctor listening to Dr. Ladybird. <laughs> All right. And the subject says pro Peggy, pro Peggy and pro Ladybird. What more could you ask for from a King of the Hill podcast? And that's it. Short but sweet. Thanks, doctor. Thanks, Preach. doctor. Or hello, doctor. nailed it i nailed that one that's what they all sound like i don't know if you know that Uh, (laughs) yes absolutely all doctors sound like that (laughs) you have cancer (laughs) you have cancer gafka (laughs) pip pip cheerio oh no okay here's one from way back in September. Yes. Mm. Wow. Okay. And this is from Great Britain. Who wrote it? Wait. Sorry. <laughs> and this is from Steve ninety oh oh. Ooh. Yeah. And the subject says Wimatanue Sha Sha. Sha Sha. <laughs> in the absence of a dick pic uh, we asked for dick pics we did ask for dick pics yes we did so that wasn't they're not being gross <laughs> no yeah we asked for yeah in the absence of a dick pic I decided it would only be fair to review this delightful podcast so far so good ladies please keep it up I, I hope we have so far I look forward <laughs> to spending the next 13 seasons listening along in suspense as to when Senor Gaylord reappears if at all love from deke all the way across the pond in the uk x thank you (laughs) do you know how long it took for me to realize what fucking senior gaylard was i was like what the fuck gaylard i know i can't believe it how could i forget gaylard what the hell we gotta get him on the show that guy. Oh, we got to get shit. him on the show. Pain. You can tell you can tell that review was written like that was written a while a while ago when we were like desperately brand new. looking for yeah, brand new. We we're just like anyone please like you could like 
rev- like send us a picture of your dick and we'll like read your review. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, please no, don't send us dick pics now. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't. <laughs> please don't send us. Um, so you've been with us for a long time, Steve. Nineties. Oh, oh, thank you so much. So awesome. All right, I got one more, and I got another one from Great Britain, also back from September, and it's from avocado Mm, yum okay and it says (laughs) funny shit man this is probably the best podcast ever dang all Ooh, you nailed it got it (laughs) but for real been forcing this podcast on everyone i know it's such a cool concept honestly i just want to have a beer with these ladies and talk about king of the hill episode two made me laugh so hard can't wait to see what they talk about next and how it will develop keep it going we matanye Yay! episode two was the which i think might go down in our podcast history (laughs) uh the the sex education one where jackie made me take a arousal test and i failed miserably i think a lot about the fact that the clitoris retracts into the what the labial hood yeah i think a lot about rectal ballooning Mm. and rectal (laughs) groaning Mm. anal groaning Anal groaning. We all learned a lot from that episode. That was a while ago. We did. But I, what? Thank you, Avocado. And I like that they are forcing us on their friends. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> take a page out of Avocado's book. Let's let's get us up to number thirty-five <laughs> or thirty-four. <laughs> I forget what. Yeah, thirty-five <laughs> sounds good. Whatever. Let's get us. <laughs> let's get us to number six in Mexico. Come on. All right, now that we're 20 minutes into this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of time spent talking about Lenny Kravitz's dick. There was. You're right. So, Jackie, do we have any other business to talk about here? I don't think we do. Nothing that I can think of right now off the top of my hand. All right. All right. Well, then let's do the damn thing. Let's get into this MFing episode. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Whoop. Okay. <clears throat> I don't even have, what is this? Season, episode three, right? Yes. Okay. Season two, episode three, The Arrowhead. Air date, October 19th, 1997. Ooh. Getting into spooky time. Old spooky town. All right. (laughs) Spooky town. (laughs) (laughs) Opening scene. We pan through Arlen's finest lawns, (laughs) finest neighborhoods. Everybody's taking care of their lawn. Out, out front, we see Hank showing off his brand new rototiller to his friends. So as they're recording him, which I love, I love that Boomhauer is recording him with his new rototiller, mm-hmm. uh, the machine blade strikes what Hank believes is a rock. So it this thing destroys his new rototiller blade immediately. He shows it to Peggy, and Peggy tells Hank that the object in question is actually a Native American arrowhead. Shortly thereafter, while smoothing dirt with a rake, Hank happens upon another object, also seeming to be Native American. Why are you <laughs> laughing? I'm not laughing. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, oh, God damn it. I, I, you're, you're briefly touching, you're getting like dangerously close to one of my trivia questions. So I'm just getting like, eee! like my face is like smiling, but it's like a nervous smile, like back the fuck off my tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Intrigued, Hank shows it to John Redcorn, who explains that it is actually sacred 
to the uh, Native Americans, and it was used for straightening an arrow's shaft. Uh, and Hank's just like, okay, that's he's you know like how much does this cost, and how much do you think I get for that? And John Runcord's like, it's actually priceless. Like it's it's a sacred artifact to our people. And he's like, yeah, okay, but what about to my people? How much yeah. would it cost? Hmm. John Runcord, he's like, okay, I don't know, I guess about 50 bucks, which is roughly the same cost as a new rototiller blade. So uh, Hank brings the artifacts to a local university where Wait, a professor- not to, not to cut you off, but no. I mm-hmm. just, I love that part. He finds this potential Native American artifact. And so he's like, let me ask John Redcorn about it. So he just makes a beeline for Dale's house. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I love that whole scene. He knocks on the door and Nancy answers in her towel. I know. Instead and of just not answering, she comes out like hair disheveled in a towel. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just like uh, awkwardly like, oh, can I can I talk to John Redcorn? And she <laughs> stares at him for a few beats and then mm-hmm. just calls over her shoulder, John Redcorn? Like she calls him John Redcorn. I know. And then he shows up in the tiniest towel. <laughs> I know. What a sexy. He's just like wearing the littlest towel, like leaves nothing to the imagination. <laughs> I know. It's just, I, this, this affair is just so normal, but I like that there are still moments of just like, ew, ew. you I like, me. You I know. Well, it's, it's like every, like Nancy knows that everybody knows and John Redcorn knows that everybody knows, but they still mm-hmm. pretend that nobody knows. Like John Redcore comes out and he's just like, Oh, Hank, uh, yeah, Nancy has a healing session for her migraines. And Hank just doesn't even respond. He's like, anyway, um Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's it's just so close to just John Redcorn being like, Oh, I'm here for her healing sessions. Wink. You know? <laughs> he might as well just be doing that, right? Yeah, like <laughs> just like elbowing Hank, like, yeah. hey, you get me, buddy, you get me? I healing think we her. both know what's happening here. Wink. <laughs> just healing her puss. <laughs> <laughs> Hank brings the artifacts to a local university where Professor Lerner uh kind of just is like this is trash. It's like, it's nothing. Yeah. I'm going to throw this away for you. Yeah. Here you go. He's like this, uh, one of the other art of, I believe the, the arrow straightening, the arrow shaft straightening tool. He's like, okay, this is like maybe 10 bucks. Here you go. Go ahead and take it. So damn it, Amy, a fucking trivia question. (laughs) (laughs) What is that tool used for straightening the shaft of an arrow? God damn it. I hope you have a backup. Yeah. Of course I do. Cool. And it's going to fuck you up. I'm sorry to say it will. I hope it does. Mm, you, it's going to be like your face is like Lenny Kravitz pants and my question is going to be his dick. <laughs> I hope you're ready. I can't wait for my face to be torn asunder by your Lenny Kravitz dick. Well, it's going to happen. Go mm, on. Mm. Okay. Moments later, Lerner removes the arrowhead from the garbage and gingerly places the arrowhead inside a plastic bag for safekeeping, which clearly he's duped Hank. He's pulled one over on Hank because this thing is clearly valuable. The next day, Lerner, an associate, shows up on the hill's front lawn where he confronts Pe- or he doesn't confront. He sees Peggy and he kind of starts giving her compliments about her being smart and, you know, that she's she has a valuable property that would be really beneficial to education and learning. So he kind of tricks her into, 
doesn't really trick her, but he like manipulates her into signing a document granting him and his students access to their property to start digging. Yeah, and he knows he's doing it, and he feels mm-hmm. like good about it. He he even says he makes a comment to his associate, just like I could have probably gotten the deed to their house if I complimented her stupid glasses. Like he he's bad guy for sure. I know bad he's guy. straight up prick. He sucks. So. And then Hank comes out and he's just like, what the hell did you do? You know what? You you gave away the rights to our lawn. So <laughs> Hank is pissed. And then they immediately start ch- like destroying Hank's precious, precious lawn. Hank yeah. is pissed and he orders everyone off the property. But Lor- Lerner points out that the document Peggy signed transformed the area into a protected archaeological site. So Hank is, you know, watching this man destroy his lawn All the while, Peggy is assisting him in it and just constantly talking him up to Hank and clearly, you know, is it thinks this guy's great, thinks he's awesome and super smart and, you know, is is enamored with him. Not necessarily has a crush on him, but she's, you know, she wants to impress him and wants to be around it and is excited because Peggy is a intellectual. She likes to learn. She likes to feel smart. She also has something to prove, though, because she's feeling she's still feeling like a little pissed off because she wanted Hank to give that arrowhead to Bobby. And she's just really emphasizing like this could have been a learning experience. And you gave this arrowhead away without even talking to me about it. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, the the digging crew shows up and Hank's like, how could you give them permission to dig in our lawn without talking to me first and she's just you know like well you you know gave the arrowhead away without me and so I feel like she's she has something to prove like you know like I you know this is my house and too and like I I also have I don't know I want our son to learn and and this is important and the more Hank doesn't get it it's like the more she leans into it you know Mm -hmm. so Yeah, and even in even before the whole arrowhead part happens, you know, he he's with his rototiller and he's telling he's like, "Bobby, get out here. I want you to see this." And she's like, "No, this is educational TV time." And so she's even in the very beginning, she's trying to like have educational time with Bobby and like which I love that scene because it's a great little like nod to British humor where they're constantly men are dressing in women's clothing and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's I just their- oh, I I love that scene too, where you just hear one of them in the background, just from the the show they're watching, just say, "Oh no, there's a run in my stocking," and then Bobby's laugh is one of my favorite things <laughs> in the world. I've of course, as someone who tries to be funny all the time, I've seen this like you know kind of guarded fake laugh where someone's just like, "Oh." <clears throat> <laughs> I know and it's like oh, I, I kept it. thinking they are definitely watching Monty Python's Flying Circus <laughs> <laughs> because if one episode went by where they did not dress as women I would I would love to know which episode that was because I watched them all and they always dressed up as women and the crowds the audience went wild for it <laughs> oh my god it, it was genius comedy I also just wanted to say talking about British TV, I, I have a particular fondness for for British television because mm-hmm. Will spent, um, after he graduated from grad school, he did a year of grad school in Sheffield in England, 
uh, he was at the University of Sheffield. And so I went to go visit him a couple times and just got to have like a little tiny taste of British TV. But it was mostly, it was mainly two reality shows that we watched. And one was called Four in a Bed, where it's just basically a bed and breakfast competition. And the other one, I forget the name of it. I want to say it was called Come Dine With Me or something, but it was just a, 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 a competition between four people who could host the best dinner party. And that's awesome. <laughs> these shows would run in like 50 hour marathons or maybe they had their own special like channels. I don't know, but they were on all the time when I was there. And oh, my God, I, I love it. I love it. I do, too. You know, I, I mean, I also have a fondness for British, especially British comedy. Like, I, you know, I grew up watching Monty Python with my dad. He loved it. So watched Monty Python, all the movies you know, Flying Circus, all of those episodes. And then there's some more fairly recent ones like The IT Crowd, um, Peep Show, uh, The Original Office. You know, they're all fucking hilarious and really, really good. So, yes, they do make a lot of jokes about wearing women's clothing, men wearing women's clothing. But, I mean, in general, British humor and British comedy is fucking excellent. There's nothing like it. It really takes you to the edge where you're like, I, I'm so uncomfortable. I might <laughs> like lose my mind fully, but then it just pulls you back just in time. And then it's so, it's so, it really loves to, it's like <laughs> humor that has a crush on awkwardness and it's mm-hmm. dancing around it. It's, I love it. It's great. If you like that kind of stuff, then you got to check out Peep Show because that one is you are constantly puckering your your butthole is just constantly tense because you're so awkward and uncomfortable, but it's <laughs> hilarious. So that's heard, the one you got to check out. I've heard so much, so much good stuff about that show. It, it, it's in, it's fucking hysterical, and I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu. If anyone else has uh, recommendations, I mean, there are other shows that I, I can't think of right now, but I'm sure there are excellent ones that we're missing out on so please let us know we're very interested hey you know we it's funny because we already talked about our international listeners so buddies come on (laughs) but don't don't put it on an itunes review (laughs) message us on instagram hoyapod or twitter hoyapod or email us hello at hoyapod.com yeah where was i before you rudely interrupted me. Um. <laughs> so back to the sode. Okay. So Hank is watching as this guy destroys his lawn and Peggy is like really getting into this dig thing and trying to get Bobby into it. And she suggests, you know, we, we should really have Professor Lerner come over and come to dinner and talk to us about everything. It'll teach Bobby the, I love this. It'll teach Bobby the art of conversation. And, and Hank says something like, Let's not go messing with, or like, let's not turn dinner into school. Dinner's the one thing Bobby's good at. (laughs) And Peggy says, I love her. She's like, he is good with a fork and knife. I'll give him that. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, she's just trying to expose Bobby to more, you know, educational things while also herself. You know, she's, it's a little bit of a, she's getting a little something out of it too. So as the dinner is happening, you know, Hank can... He's getting a little bit more and more annoyed by this guy. And as Professor Lerner is going to leave, Peggy and Bobby are kind of talking to him. And he 
mentions something about the bracelet that he's wearing the you know the bracelet on his wrist and Mm. he says how it is a it's a symbol it's symbolic it's not just jewelry it's symbolic it's about a a young brave is what he calls him give him to a um a woman of his desire uh and it's it's a way of like showing his loyalty and love for them yeah Uh, commitment yeah yes yeah Mm. it's like a it's a bonding thing So, like, the next day, or somewhere along the lines, we see, you know, Hank and Peggy are talking, and he's, you know, Hank's still bitching about this. You know, he's he's annoyed. He's pissed off about the guy digging in his yard and everything, which is understandable. But he then notices, as Peggy's about to walk out of the door, that she is wearing one of these bracelets. Mm, And that's when it turns from annoyance to jealousy, and he's fucking like this clown is try is is giving my wife a bracelet. Uh uh-uh, uh, this ain't if happening. Could, and if I could just make her see that he's just a complete idiot, mm-hmm. she doesn't see it, but I see it. Yeah, it's very frustrating for Hank. Absolutely, and the thing is, is like, yeah, he's not an idiot, but he's manipulative and he's a douche. Like he's he's oh. a he's a butthole for sure oh my god i hate his stupid face yeah and there's part he is like he is getting way too comfy with with peggy they are too they're close they're like you know he's touching her a lot and you know complimenting her and it's getting a little bit you know uh, hank's not not okay with it it feels um, it feels like it's going beyond just manipulating Peggy so he can dig in their front yard. It does feel like he's antagonizing Hank. Yes, absolutely. And what pushes Hank over the edge to like be like, okay, I gotta I gotta get this guy out of my fucking house, out of my life, out of my my wife's airspace. Dale comes up as as Hank's just standing, staring, watching, <laughs> <laughs> watching this happen, watching their interaction. Dale comes up. And uh, he says, uh, I know what you're thinking, Hank, and it's not true. Every once in a while, a man suspects that his wife has a thing for another guy. (laughs) And Hank's just like, that's not what I'm thinking at all. I'm thinking about cheese logs. (laughs) 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 So Dale saying, oh, something's going on here. Like, I know that you're a little bit worried, but, uh, you know, that sends him over the edge because we all know. John Redcorn and Nancy are banging it out, and Dale is unaware. Yeah, if anyone's going to lecture you about not being paranoid, oh my god. And of course, that scene is incredible, because right after he tells (laughs) Hank about this, you know, he's just like, you know, I'm, I get nervous about Nancy, and and she's going away on this migraine retreat this weekend. And right at that moment, John Redcorn pulls up in his Jeep, and he's blasting, I feel like making love. And then Nancy runs out and jumps in and they drive away and Dale's just like, yeah, I'm nervous about her, but thank God John Redcorn's going to be with her on this retreat. And it's... And that's when Hank's like, ooh! Yeah. (laughs) He's like, oh, hell no, this guy's gotta go. Yeah. So, Hank determined to get rid of this guy and get him, you know, get his lawn back, get his wife back. He comes up with a plot to fake a Native American uh, necklace by using chicken bones and some twine. He's like, you know, I'm going to make this 
This guy's going to think it's real. And I'll be like, ha ha, you fucking idiot. It's not real in your face. Get out of my lawn. So Hank spends all night making this, buries it in the lawn. And as he's uh, watching Professor Lerner in the wrong area, he does a very, very not subtle uh, way, like trick to try and get him to look where the necklace is. The professor picks up on this immediately. And lo and behold, Peggy is the one who finds the necklace. So the professor knows that Hank clearly planted this and he wanted him to find it. And it was Peggy. So, you know, he says, oh, Peggy, why don't you tell us what you think it is? So Peggy says, you know, I think it's uh, uh, these are finger bones. It's a necklace, blah, 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 a Native American necklace. In front me- of necklace. everyone, like all in front the of, students are there. In front oh. of Hank, the professor, the students, everyone. And she's down in this hole, everyone's standing outside of the hole looking down at her, and she's just doing her best to be like, well, I guess if I if I had to say what it was, it, maybe it's, you know, this, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right, and then, so then he's like, oh, well, let's find out what it actually is, what it really oh. is. And has it, like, has passes it around to all of his students, has them, like, just straight up be like, this is bullshit, it's fake, whatever, and he was like, oh, guess what? Didn't they make that look easy? Peggy didn't they you want to know why because they're archaeologists and basically like and you're a fucking dum-dum so in front of everyone he just humiliates Peggy and Hank he's pissed and he's like you know what he's not so damn smart because I didn't use kite wire I use bailing twine and (laughs) Peggy is like she's like what the hell dude like this are you trying to make you you think I'm dumb and then now you're trying to make me look dumb in front of everyone and Hank's like no that's not it I was trying to make that guy look like an idiot and Peggy realizes oh my god you were jealous you were jealous of him and Hank doesn't really admit to it but he kind of does yeah. <laughs> in his own in his own Hank way and you know Peggy realizing she's like yeah fuck this clown she takes off her bracelet lets it drop gets up and hugs Hank and this total turd professor Lerner says oh looks like i could have uh scored with your wife for the <gasps> price of a fake bracelet oh and so Uh-oh. hank i know ew ew so hank straight up just grabs him throws him in the hole over and over again and peggy does it and bobby does it and they just keep doing it and that's the end of the episode yay yay God, that guy sucks so hard. Oh, he sucks so hard. He's such a tool. If Hank wasn't such a class act, I would say, like, instead of planting fake, uh, you know, artifacts in this hole, he should have just taken a big old shit and let the professor <laughs> discover that the next day. <laughs> what do you make of that, professor? What do you make got, of that? I got a great visual of Hank. In, like, crouching <laughs> position in the hole, like a cat taking a shit and then just, like, covering it up like a cat does with litter. <laughs> kicking, kicking sand. <laughs> does and the then he gets all frizzy and just runs back and forth. <laughs> he gets the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> the zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then that idiot finds it the next day and feels like such an idiot he's got shit on his brush yeah his little his little like you know dirt comb whatever the fuck he uses that's a poop comb i hate archaeologists can we agree on that yeah they suck fuck them (laughs) 
fuck you. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sure you're fine, but that guy's a fucking turd and a half. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you for finding things. It's really great <laughs> what you do. I guess we need more dinosaur bones in this earth. I fucking know. Yeah, I'd like to f- I'd like to see more uh pottery from a 10,000 years ago. Yeah, God, I just, you know, let me see a little tiny piece of pottery. That'd be great. I haven't seen enough of that. (laughs) I really am impressed by what they do. I'm sorry. I know, I'm totally kidding. Every time I go to a museum, I'm like, ooh, wow. I'm like, this little piece was a piece of a whole pot. Oh, my God. Imagine what it looked like. (laughs) I really am impressed. No, thank you for your work. You do valuable stuff. Anyway, so... (laughs) <laughs> Let's just make it our new stance that we fucking hate. Oh yeah, podcast hates archaeology. Stop <laughs> sleeping with our wives. <laughs> you fucking assholes. God damn I mean, it. Look at fucking Indiana Jones. That guy could have banged anybody's <gasps> wife. Oh yeah. What are you trying to pull, archaeologists? It's a they're they it is a ploy. They all want to be Indiana Jones Joey Owens. They all want to be <laughs> Indiana it's not Jones. Happen. And they'll they all want to bang. They all want to bang our wives. That's what they want to do. I would bang Indiana Jones, though. Like I can't. Of course, I'd bang him now. Uh, Absolutely, Harrison Ford. Now, at any point in any time, point. from eighteen on, I oh, would. Yeah. From eighteen. On. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. From eighteen years old on, one hundred percent. I would. I would dig in his butthole. That's an archaeologist joke. <laughs> I'd set up like some like little like stakes and string just around my vagine <laughs> with stadium lighting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's something in there. You should check it out. <laughs> Go spelunking in this cave. <laughs> okay, Jackie. Any any uh, favorite quotes from this episode? Well, um, I already mentioned I love the whole part where Hank, you know, goes to Dale's house and we get to see Nancy and John Redcorn in their towels, uh, the feel like making love part. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one of one quote that I wrote down that I really like is uh, when Hank is uh, Hank refers to Professor Lerner as an idiot. And Peggy says, Professor Lerner is no idiot. In fact, he's a genius. And that's as far from idiot as you can get. Before reaching madness. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one too. I wrote that one down as well. So good. <laughs> Any um, you like? Yeah, I got a couple. So I I love when he's at, there's, there's two little things that when he goes to the university to talk to Professor Lerner the first time. And he's walking in and there's all the, the students are coming out of the uh, classroom. And there's this one girl, she's wearing a little uh, crop top that has oh, yeah. sexism with a circle and an X through it, like a line through it. And so Hank's staring right at her boobs. And she goes, that's right. They're breasts. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love whole that. college environment. It's just I so, know. so college-y. It's like college on a level 10. It's great. Like Hank signs that that petition to what? Legalize hemp. hemp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all the girls in, the cl- in his class are like leaning forward and just like clearly like, oh, Professor Lerner, you know? <laughs> yeah. And there's a, the other part where he's... Um, he says something about another one of the other artifacts, and he's like, "Well, I guess this could have been uh, traded back in the day for a loincloth." And he goes, 
what's a crotch sized piece of leather go for these days? And Hank goes, I certainly do not know. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay. I do have a couple more. (laughs) Um, There's also when, when Peggy's just like, you sold the arrowhead, you know, you sold the, the artifacts. And Hank says, I got $10 for some junk that Bobby would have just ended up swallowing. (laughs) Bobby like a like an infant that just can't doesn't know how to not put things in his mouth. <laughs> Bobby's like, I mean, we're we're into season two, but Bobby's still a little bit in the stupid zone right now. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I can't wait for him to just you know, later Bobby, he just he's so smart and funny and he he is an equal to Peggy and Hank in the later episodes, but he he's still a little bit dumb right now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I know. I love, I love Bobby. And then something he says, you know, he says, we learned in school, you don't call them Indians anymore. You call them Native Americans. Mm. It's like saying same sex partner instead of, and then Hank and Peggy are like, Bobby, (laughs) (laughs) don't you dare say gay. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's just 1997. No, 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 no. And I do, I, there's just like, I love Peggy's archaeologist dig outfit. She looked so cute. She had it like, the shirt tied in a knot and she had the yeah. hat on and those khaki shorts. She looked great. She looked like a natural. Yeah, she looked th- I mean that was one of her most flattering outfits for sure. For sure. She looked And we've awesome seen her in, in a beauty contest, so Yes. And as a drag queen. And she, I mean she looked great in both of those, but I do really love that archaeologist outfit she had on. Yeah, it it was, suits her. It does. She looked great. There's the scene, so the scene when uh, John Redcorn comes to the door, and he's talking, he's like, you know, Hank, you can't sell, you know, you, imagine selling something or ta- or taking something that doesn't belong to you, and you hear Nancy in the background, she's like, John Redcorn, and he's just mm-hmm. like, uh, and his, he, start, he blushes, his cheeks turn red, and he's like, well, anyway, just think about it, and like closes the door. <laughs> I know. I I definitely overanalyzed that part a little bit because you know it, it's it's subtly referencing the fact that oh you're sleeping with this person's wife and yet you're lecturing Hank about you can't take what's not yours. But right. then of course my feminist side kicks in and it's just like well Dale doesn't own Nancy, you I, know. But <laughs> but I get I get the joke, you know. Like who yeah. are you to who are you to talk? And I also like the scene where they're his lawn's like getting torn up and everything, and it's uh, Hank and Boomhauer and Dale and um, Bill, and they're standing around. Like Boomhauer looks at he's looking through the the document and he says something, and Bo- and Hank says Boomhauer, I don't understand a word you just said. Damn legalese. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after that, so right after that, Hank says. I never thought I'd see the day where my own government would steal somebody else's land. Land, yeah. <laughs> and Bill says, "Well, Hank, is think about it. Isn't that what we did to them?" And then it does the one, the one tear from the the 1970s commercials about not littering, where it was the Native American who cries when somebody throws something out of the car, and then you see him—he just like slams the rest of his beer and throws it on the ground and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> god this i the writers on this show are just so incredible it's just like every second is just a genius moment i know i mean if i if i didn't force myself to stop making notes i would 
be I would have the entire episode as the list like so I've just got to I just got to stop at some point. <laughs> and I know it's every every second every second of this show is just so well thought out. There's yeah, there it's there's nothing that's just phoned in. It's great. Yeah, I agree. So we see a ladybird. We see ladybird. No, no deal. We'll no get deal. there. We'll get there. We're going to get there. Do you want to do listener comments? Sure. And uh I have a, a listener comment song. Yay. And this week's listener comment song is from my good friend, Evie, who I went to school with. And not only is she a skilled clinician, not only is she an international puppeteer. That's right. Puppeteer. Yeah. What do you mean? She, she has like, she's like toured as a puppeteer. It's wow. actually how she met her her partner right now. Like wow, that's he, awesome. he played violin and she was a puppeteer. But she also plays the ukulele. And so here is her listener comment song. Listener comments, you listening for the rest of your life. I love that ending. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? That's awesome. Oh my God. What a multi-talented woman. One of the funniest people I've ever met. One of the smartest people I've ever met. And I've seen her bring her ukulele into therapy sessions. And she's just she's just a one of a kind. So thank you, Evie. Thank you. Thank you, Evie. That was awesome. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So if you want to submit your own listener comment song, go ahead and send it to hello at hoyapod.com and just put listener comments or listener comment song in the subject and we're happy to get them but that was beautiful i can't wait till we start getting our like techno listener comment songs Mm, or metal yeah our screamos no no metal (laughs) (laughs) no No screamos keep that in 2006 (laughs) please back in the oos (laughs) (laughs) taking back sunday just sends us one (laughs) no what we said well i mean if they want to they can but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I we will, will make fun it. of it. We will take it. <laughs> we we would be honored, I guess. Yeah, I would be uh, honored to make fun of your song, <laughs> sirs. We would be honored, sirs. <sighs> All right, so listener comments. We have a ton of people who loved, as I think we all did, loves when mm-hmm. Hank just repeatedly pushes Professor Turdface into the hole. That's uh, yeah. we got Sappho Six. JRG Comedy, Atomic Tommy 89, Ben Stone, Coco Bug. Most people really, I mean, because that one, you know, it's so, it's so satisfying. Yeah. That guy has been a supreme asshole the whole episode. And then Hank and Peggy and Bobby all get to push him in. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I like uh, this one by Irene-ness, I-R-E-E-E-N-E-S. He's as far away from stupid as you can get before reaching madness. 
<laughs> so Art Simone said, um, when Peggy blushes after the professor compliments her, it's the only time we see that. And I I think maybe it is the first time we see Peggy blushing. I thought maybe in the um the sex ed episode, possibly, but I, I couldn't remember for sure. I know in the very, very first episode, uh Hank blushes. Or no, he doesn't blush, he turns red. And then in this episode, both John Redcorn and Peggy blush. Whoa. Nice yeah. memory, Amy. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work for most things, but for King of the Hill, it's it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Danielle Danielle? Mm-hmm. Danielle Fiore 04. She said, you sell my future for $10. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby's like, yeah. I was going to use the arrowhead and get an A and possibly go to college. (laughs) (laughs) And then afterwards, he's like, I hope you're happy. That's still mom talking. (laughs) (laughs) Coco Bug also says, I want that necklace. Hank worked hard on it. I I do appreciate this comment from JRG Comedy, and they're saying like when Hank pushes the guy back in the hole. But everyone is going to say that, haha. <laughs> you <laughs> called right. it. You called it. So Bryce nine six three said something interesting. They said I like that based on the building style, it's meant to be UT Austin, so University, uh, the Austin, the the university that's in Austin, Texas. Whoa. Which yeah, I've never been to it, so I. I can't say I'll have to look it up online and take pic- or take pictures, take a look at the pictures of it. But that's interesting. Is that supposed to be the most college of campuses? Like the most, you know, liberally yeah, outspoken bet. students? Uh, that's, that's interesting. I'm curious if that's what they were going for. Yeah, I believe Mike Judge lives in Austin. So maybe that's what he was basing it off of. Currently? I'm pretty, I am, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Where where does Mike Judge live? <laughs> yeah, he lives in Austin. Whoa, hey. And a house in Santa Santa Monica. Well, hey. But he's holding Holy on to shit. those Texas roots. He was born in Ecuador. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Isn't Will part Ecuadorian? He's a quarter Ecuadorian. Yeah, I thought so. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Again, nice memory. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a little creepy knowing that. <laughs> I mean, I have known Will for like 17 years, so but even still I'm like, sorry I know that, Jackie. <laughs> no, I, that's great. Now everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So Mike now that judge. we know where Mike Judge lives. Do y'all think we'll get Mike Judge on the show ever? Do you guys think so? Wouldn't that be crazy? Could? Put it out there Goodbye. to the universe and yes. maybe it'll happen some days. Oh, I like uh, howdy.comrad Redcorn's polite realness when asked if the artifact can be used as a weapon. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Hank's just like, I, I thought maybe this was like used as a weapon or this, I don't know, some, I forget what he says, but John Redcorn's just like, well, any technically, yeah, it could have been used as a, any tool could be used as a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, he's right though. But yeah, Hank says something like, yeah, but. Couldn't it also have been used to be jammed in the back of someone's skull? <laughs> oh my god. And I, I do love like the scene prior to that where Bobby's like, hey dad, what do you got there? He's like, oh, I think you probably I think a he says a native 
a na- or a Native American would have used this to jam it into the back of a white man's skull. And then he's like using it as a pull pull switch for his light. And he's just like, <laughs> click, click. Yeah. Click, click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love uh, Drucifer 2A says, apologize to my lawn. We're waiting. And then she gets to the car and he's, you got to say it out loud. You can't just think it. (laughs) I like this one by another one by Coco Bug. I could have scored with your wife. And then, you know, that's the that's Professor Lerner. And then Hank pushes him into the hole for all womankind. And I appreciate that Coco Bug spells woman kind with an X M O R W O M X N kind. Mm -hmm. Very Mm -hmm. inclusive. I think that's all of them, huh? Yeah, we we asked a little bit late in the game. So sorry to anybody who sends them prior to this recording. But for now, those are the ones that we got. We we tend to ask for we never really have a set date of when we ask for listener comments and especially going in. So it's, it's a little hard to predict when to expect. But going into the holidays, we're trying to bank a couple episodes uh just Mm -hmm. so we have them ready to go because both of us are traveling during the holidays so it'll make Mm -hmm. it harder to record so we're we're kind of asking a lot of listener comments i feel like right now but we appreciate the people that have submitted their comments thank you yes very much so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so with listener comments completed it's time for trivia. Who went first last time? Was it me? I have, no, I think I went first. No? I don't I know. I think I did. Do you want to go first this time or I can? I don't care. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Amy, are you ready for this? I was going to fuck you up. Oh, okay. I've never been more ready. <sighs> okay. Peggy. Peggy Hill once led a field trip to what museum Ooh. <laughs> oh i have no idea um arlen natural history nope no damn what is no. it the museum of texas cultures damn mm-hmm. yeah is that a real museum i wonder but also you did fuck me up on that one i know i i mean that was my third time re-watching the episode in the past two days that I picked up on that so it does it is, does not stand out no wow good job thank you whatever anyway yeah. <laughs> all right I think you'll probably I think you'll probably get this one from what Native American tribe is the bracelet that Professor Lerner gives to Peggy oh I was oh, god damn it oh god damn it I <laughs> remember thinking like, wait, what did they say? And then I dismissed it and just kept watching. Mm-hmm. I want to say Chunkston. It's not. It's Wahasha. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't even know. I don't, And actually, I, I don't believe Wahasha is even a real tribe. Well, obviously, Chunkston isn't a real tribe at all. (laughs) I just want everyone to know that I know that that is made up. I'm not trying to even, like, try to sound like I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Good one, Amy. Good one. I'm pretty sure Wahasha is not a real tribe. I think they made that up. But if we're wrong, please let us know because shit. So trivia is no one's this week. 
Not a ones. Now so we, we take it. the trophy and we throw it into the trash. Oh, no, I'm keeping it because I'm still the champion. You didn't upend me. Okay. All right. I'll up <laughs> your end next week. No problem. Mm, that sounds exciting. <laughs> Jackie, uh, do we have any? Pa- we don't have any Patreons. Any other business? Maybe just follow us on Instagram, HoYaPod, Twitter, HoYaPod. Email us, hello at HoYaPod.com. Facebook, HoYaPodcast. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to us on uh, Apple iTunes, rate and review. That really helps us bump up in the rankings, I think. Yes, it does. Something yes, about does. an algorithm. So Some, Something. Please feel free to do that. Write whatever you want. Uh, mm-hmm. The weirder, the better. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. That's about I think that's about it for me. Awesome. Any thoughts on the episode? That was good. <laughs> I don't know. And you? Um I don't know. I guess not. I mean, just, you know, I was going to say don't be taken in by some slick-tongued motherfucker, but you know, it happens to the best of us. I know. We we poured a lot of our souls out last episode, so it's it's a little hard to Yeah, I'm I'm all I'm all empty. I got I'm nothing left. Out. Yeah. But you know, uh, we're all just trying to learn and grow, aren't we, huh? That's uh. true. You're right. You're right. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and until next time, listeners. Via, via Condios. I want to fly away. Hey.